Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Texas Values Report. My name is Nicole Hudgens, and I'm the Senior Policy Analyst for Texas Values. We are the largest statewide organization focusing on the issues of faith, family, and freedom right here in the state of Texas. And I wanted to take a, a couple minutes. I know that this week we celebrated the 75th anniversary of D-Day. It's where we saw our amazing American troops, the greatest generation, along with our allies, storm the shores of Normandy to literally change the course of history, where we saw some of the most egregious attacks on freedom, where we saw uh, the Nazis had taken over Europe, where they had put over six million Jews and others in camps, concentration camps, wanting to wipe out uh, so many innocent, precious people. And it's so important that we take time to celebrate and honor those heroes who didn't run away from the battle, but they ran towards the battle and in some of the most intense areas where the war was. And if I know last night myself, I just took a few minutes just to do a little bit more research on what happened on that day. And it was just incredible. And I just it brings tears to my eyes thinking of how those brave men stormed those shores and they weren't afraid of the fight, but they ran to the fight so that they could change the course of history and impact and protect and preserve freedom for generations to come. So I just encourage you to do the same. I think it's so important that we remember those who have given their lives for our freedom and freedom that we ab- we're able to walk out every single day and freedom that we're able to to celebrate. And what's in- important to realize is that what they fought for, uh, we also have to fight for as well on, a, on, a, on different fronts. And uh, one of those fronts is protecting religious freedom within our own nation. And here with me today, I'm so excited to be joined by Keisha Russell. She is Associate Counsel for First Liberty Institute, great friends of Texas Values. As a matter of fact, Texas Values came from First Liberty Institute. Our our president, Jonathan Sines, was on their team, and they saw a need for folks to be on the ground in Texas to protect religious freedom, life, and marriage. And so Jonathan Sines, our president, started Texas Values just down the street from the state capitol here in Texas in Austin. Uh, But First Liberty, it allowed First Liberty for them to do amazing work throughout the rest of the nation. And so Keisha, who is joining me today, is associate counsel with First Liberty Institute, concentrating on religious liberty matters and First Amendment rights. She attended Emory University School of Law, where she was heavily involved in Emory's prestigious Center for the Study of Law and Religion. She served on the Emory Journal of Law and Religion and two moot court teams. She was a law clerk for the Center's Restoring Religious Freedom Protection, where she worked on religious liberty litigation. And in her final year of law school, Russell worked as a law clerk for the American Center for Law and Justice, the ACLJ, on national and international matters affecting Israel. Keisha, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the show. It's my pleasure to be on. Excellent. Well, y'all have been doing some incredible work on the Chick-fil-A issue in San Antonio. And for our listeners who may not be familiar, the San Antonio City Council denied Chick-fil-A, banned Chick-fil-A from having a store in their airport because they donated to the Salvation Army 
and Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Uh, there were references made because uh, the owner of Chick-fil-A had supported marriage being between a man and a woman. But we saw where the city council targeted this business, and it made national he- headlines. Uh, everybody knows what Chick-fil-A is. Everybody loves Chick-fil-A. Uh, one of my f- favorite fast food restaurants by far to go to. But really, they do do incredible work on the side as well with their wind-shaped retreat center and and so many other great things. So it was really disappointing to see that a Texas city council targeted this group because they were exercising their religious freedom. I'll talk a little bit more what happened at the Texas legislative session and, and what happened with the Save Chick-fil-A bill. <clears throat> But Keisha, tell us what first first what first liberty is, and then I want you to talk about how y'all got involved with this issue in San Antonio. Sure. So First Liberty Institute is the largest legal organization in the nation dedicated exclusively to protecting religious freedom for all Americans. So we uh, protect all religions, um, and we do it for free. Uh, so we, you know, heard about what happened at Chick Fil A, and we know this is. Not the first time, um, and we were just really concerned about the San Antonio City Council's actions and also just sort of the brazen nature um, of their comments and the discrimination. And so we decided that we would write a letter to the Department of Transportation outlining the legal problems with that decision um, and, and just explaining that um, the Department of Transportation um, and the FAA um, provide grants to San Antonio for that airport improvement plan uh, that was part of that concession agreement where they uh, banned Chick-fil-A. And as a result, uh, San Antonio agreed not to discriminate on the basis of religion when it when it agreed to take that money. And uh, in its actions towards Chick-fil-A, we explained that they violated that promise. Um, And as a result, we've uh, heard um, only in the last two weeks or so that uh, the FAA is, in fact, going to investigate San Antonio's actions as a result of our letter. And we're just thrilled about that. Wow. Okay. So if you just tuned in, this is Keisha Russell from First Liberty Institute explaining how First Liberty got involved. Again, incredible organization. You just heard Keisha. They represent their clients for free to protect religious freedom in our nation. I encourage you to go to their website, firstliberty.org, find out more information. But I want to go a little bit deeper. San Antonio, again, a city in Texas, people, I think, sometimes have this misconception that, oh, religious freedom is is definitely protected in Texas. I mean, Texas stands for Mm -hmm. religious freedom. We're Mm -hmm. this, you know, bastion of conservative ideals. And we see a city council going to attack Chick-fil-A. And and if I understand Mm -hmm. correctly, it was only Chick-fil-A that was targeted. There were a number of other vendors in this uh, contract agreement. It, is mm-hmm. that correct? Yeah, that's right. And, um, you know, the uh, concession agreement, you know, was, was accepted by the San Antonio City Council um, on the express condition, the express condition that Chick-fil-A and only Chick-fil-A be excluded. Um, so I, I think you're absolutely right that, you know, people assume that because we're in Texas, that religious freedom is, is you know, prevalent and safe here, but it just goes to show that organizations like First Liberty um, are really necessary because, you know, this kind of thing happens all over the place. And we see it all over the country, Texas included. Well, and exactly. And I I think it's important to emphasize. So the city council had accepted a federal grant. So it wasn't just that they were taking, you know, looking at what they would bring to the airport. But now 
now you're taking on taxpayer dollars mm-hmm. and and That's being right. and taking that on and then discriminating and violating it, it appears to be violating that agreement when they took on not just any anyone's money your money like our listeners money mm-hmm. this is their money mm-hmm. uh, that the San Antonio City Council took in order to have the store um, in their airport and to me it's just appalling because we know Chick-fil-A is one of the top fast food restaurants in the nation um, mm-hmm, that's right well deserved may I add yes exactly <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's uh, our office goes back and forth between who's team chicken nuggets, who's team chicken strips. Um, it's, mm. it's quite amusing. Um, but we you know, this is a really well-known organization that has a great reputation for serving everyone for um, just having incredible customer service. But I think it also yeah. warrants concern that if San Antonio City Council can do this to Chick-fil-A. Uh, that's right. What can they do to other small businesses? So um, tell me a little bit more about, so y'all sent a letter to the Department of Transportation and then the FAA is under DOT. Tell me a little bit more of, of what this is, what this could look like. Is, you know, are you able to kind of predict what could happen with this investigation now taking place? Well, it's hard to predict. I mean, I can tell you what we hope will happen is that, you know, the FAA will investigate what's going on, approach San Antonio City Council and, um, you know, just realize that what we said was going on in our letter was, in fact, what was happening. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, you know, I would like there to be an opportunity for San Antonio to um, accept Chick-fil-A to the airport. Um, And if they don't, that the FAA will remove the millions of dollars of federal grants that they are receiving. Wow. Okay. So it's millions of dollars, millions of dollars of taxpayers' money that mm-hmm. are going towards these mm-hmm. grants. That's that's just incredible. That that they would they would appear. It appears that they have definitely violated the contract um, and and that agreement with the federal government. Uh, what do you think is important for our listeners to know, Keisha, if if they want to get more involved and and find out more about what's happening on on this specific issue? Uh, yeah, so the best way to stay in tune with what's going on is go to firstliberty.org. Um, on that site, you can find out about our other cases um, and, you know, our, you know, fight for religious freedom all over the country. And, of course, keep updated with what's going on with Chick-fil-A and the FAA's investigation. So firstliberty.org is the best way. Excellent. Well, and I want to give you a, just a few more minutes and so appreciate you taking the time to be on the show Again, if you're just tuning in, Keisha Russell with First Liberty Institute is on the line. Keisha, can you tell us about uh, some of the other cases that First Liberty is working on? Sure. So most pressing for us, and we're we're just hoping for all of your encouragement, prayers, and everything in our Bladensburg Memorial case, uh, the American Legion versus the American Humanist Association is, um, you know, pending at the Supreme Court right now. We could get an opinion from the justices any day now. And so we're just hoping for a favorable decision and that that Bladensburg Memorial Cross in Maryland um, that people are saying needs to be cut down or the arms need to be chopped off. We're hoping that the Supreme Court uh, will save that cross and keep it standing up. Oh my goodness. Okay, so just, just a quick recap. 
Can you tell us a little bit more about the Bladensburg Memorial? I know you said it was in Maryland. Uh, it's, sure, it's yeah. Veterans. So let me provide a, a yeah better a better background there. So uh, the Bladensburg Memorial Cross um, is a giant cross that stands in Maryland um, that was donated uh, by the American Legion and designed by Gold Star Mothers. Those are mothers whose sons died in World War One. That memorial was erected as a tribute to them. All of those men were born in Prince George County, Maryland, um, and so uh, that cross is there. It was. Uh, erected on private property, and then eventually there was a highway built right around it. Um, and so now the state of Maryland owns that land. And so the American Human Associ- Humanist Association has argued that that uh, cross needs to come down because it is an establishment of religion. And so we defended that cross um, in front of the Supreme Court in February, along with Jones Day. And like I said, we could be getting a decision any day now on whether that cross is allowed to stand Wow. It's really sobering that that we live in a nation where people are upset that there is a war memorial honoring those who have fallen, designed by women who lost their sons in a war, uh, and, mm-hmm. and, right. and, and, and in a nation that was founded on religious freedom. I mean, just looking at the founding documents, just the Declaration and the Constitution— and how our founding fathers set up our nation so that religious freedom could be protected, uh, that it could be talked about, that it could be seen in the public square. Uh, It's just so disappointing that we're having to fight these fights. But Keisha, I'm just so thankful that you and First Liberty are working so hard to protect that religious freedom and to protect the honor uh, that, that is due to those to those veterans and to their families. So thank you so much for all the hard work you're doing. Well, thanks so much. And thank you for having us on. And your listeners, like I said, if anyone wants to know anything else about First Liberty, go to firstliberty.org. If you or someone else who knows experience kind of religious discrimination, um, please let us know at firstliberty.org. And, you know, it's just my honor really to be in this work. So thank you so much for letting every, everyone know what we do. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Keisha. We appreciate you coming on the show and hope you hope to have you again soon. Yeah, it'd be my pleasure to come back. Have a great day. You too. Wow. Incredible information from First Liberty Institute, an amazing organization. Again, Texas Values, we came from First Liberty Institute and Jonathan Sines started our organization uh, in Texas and just so thankful for the work that they do. Uh, Kelly Shackelford, the is the founding board member of Texas Values. He is also the president of First Liberty. So as you heard, there's some major concerns of what's happening in the state of Texas on religious freedom. And at Texas Values, if you just tuned in, we are the largest statewide organization focusing on faith, family, and freedom in the state of Texas. And what we do is we're at the Capitol, we're in the courts, and we're in the courts of public opinion, the media. And so this last, the last uh, few months, we have been at the Capitol day and night focusing on the legislative session. The Texas legislature meets once every two years for 140 days to discuss legislation. It's like cramming two years worth of legislation into 140 days, working on issues like school finance, property taxes. Uh, they've discussed uh, a number of issues like human trafficking, 
And thankfully, they also worked on important religious freedom legislation that ties into what we talked to uh, with Keisha Russell about, the Chick-fil-A issue. So what happened, what was happening during the legislative session is there were a number of religious freedom bills that were filed, bills like SB 17 by Senator Perry and Phil King that would protect occupational license holders, protect their religious freedom. Uh, there were bills moving in, in the House and the Senate on a number of issues. One of the bills, though, that had been filed was the First Amendment Defense Act by Representative Matt Krause and Senator Brian Hughes. This was a bill that had been filed a couple sessions ago, and you'll see where that happens, where a bill's filed, and then an, the next session or a few sessions down the road, it's passed. And this bill had been filed last session. It was designed to be similar to what's in Congress, what's been introduced in Congress, ensuring that uh, that individuals uh, or in ensuring that people are not discriminated against by the government because of their beliefs on marriage. And it, it protected an, an, a number of areas when it comes to contracts, subcontracts, things of that nature. Well, when the Chick-fil-A issue happened in March, when the San Antonio City Council denied uh, a contract with Chick-fil-A, because they had donated to the Salvation Army, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, because they, their owner had taken a stance on the marriage issue. Uh, they decided to deny that contract and discriminated against Chick-fil-A. Again, as we talked about earlier, Chick-fil-A is one of the best fast food restaurants in the nation, by far, hands down. Uh, but it was also concerning thinking, what else could the city council do to other businesses? What about a small business that, that people aren't as familiar with? You know, what would happen to them losing that type of contract with the city council? Well, so our organization worked with legislators and we, ta we tailored the bill to address what happened in San Antonio. So you saw where the bill specifically stated that the government, the local governments, the state governments cannot deny a contract, a subcontract, a benefit program, an accreditation, a loan, a tax status, simply because a, a person donates to or is affiliated with a religious organization, a, a religious organization that's a 501c3. So you had a bill that protected religious freedom for Chick-fil-A, but not just for Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A certainly by being banned from the city city uh, airport in San Antonio will have lost uh, that money. But looking at what would happen to, again, a small business or someone else uh, who's getting a benefit program, a contract, an accreditation, what happens if they get denied because of their affiliation with a religious organization? We're seeing where these attacks are happening across the country. If you go and look at some of the confirmation hearings uh, for nominees that the president has appointed to federal judicial positions, they have been attacked by the left because there, there was one instance where, where a gentleman was a, a part of the Knights of Columbus, was attacked and questioned because he was affiliated with that religious group. We saw with the judicial confirmation hearing of Amy Comey Barrett, who uh, is, is a mother and an amazing judge and was being appointed to to a judicial position and she was questioned because of her catholic faith and then was was scolded by uh by a senator when the senator said the dogma lives loudly within you 
because she because Amy Comey Barrett practiced her Catholic faith and and had a number of children. That's discrimination by the government. That's creating a religious test, which is unconstitutional. It's it's not okay when the government's attacking religious freedom, and it's a terrible precedence to set for the rest of our, our nation. So we see where. Uh, thankfully, the legislature began moving this bill that became known as the Safe Chick-fil-A bill. And it began moving. There was a committee hearing. Our team was there testifying. And folks, I have to say, that was the longest workday I've ever worked in my entire life. Literally 24-hour workday. Got to the office at 740, left the office at 740. Uh, being at the Capitol, though, was, was so encouraging as, as it seemed a bit tiring uh, at about 3 a.m. <laughs> but it, it was so encouraging because folks from all across the state of Texas rallied around this bill. They contacted their legislators. There were over 185,000 people who contacted their legislators contacting them by phone, by email. There were those who came up to the Capitol to testify on these bills. It was so important that they were there and there into the late and early hours of the morning to make sure that religious freedom was protected, that this bill moved forward. So the bill was heard. It made its way to the House floor. And when Representative Krauss went out to lay out the bill, it was the LGBT caucus in the Texas House a five-member caucus, a member of that caucus, called a point of order, not on the substance of the bill, but on what's known as the bill analysis. And and it's a technicality that, that she called on it. Really disappointing. They thought that they were taking down the bill, this religious freedom bill that protected anyone's ability to donate or be affiliated with a religious organization. So the point of order was called. Unfortunately, it was sustained, meaning that the bill was recommitted back to committee. And while that might sound good, when you're working through the legislative session, you have to realize there are certain deadlines that bills have to be heard by. And that bill had to have been heard by midnight. And there was no way that it could have been brought back up by midnight. So uh, it, it, it was really disappointing to see that, but the fight wasn't over. And thankfully, Texans sta- stood up in that hour and continued to contact their legislators. And within days, the Senate brought up the bill, got it out of committee, sent it to the Senate floor. So Senator Brian Hughes had the companion bill of uh, HB 3172, which was the House version of the bill. So you, you're wanting to move a bill, and, and it has to go through both chambers. So if there's a bill still alive in the other chamber, you want to get it moving. And so thankfully, in days, it, it, I think it was a total of 12 days uh, of legislative days when they were at the Capitol, that they got the bill from being declared dead to being resurrected and sent to the governor's desk. So you had the Senate go through get it through uh, the floor. It was brought back to the House. The House voted it through committee quickly, got it back to the House floor. Uh, important discussions that happened on the House floor. You had uh, Representative Brian, uh, sorry, Representative Matt Krause defending the bill. And of course, Senator Brian Hughes did a phenomenal job defending the bill on the Senate floor. But it was interesting because of the attacks and the misconceptions that were brought to the House floor. And Thankfully, there were those like Representative Matt Schaefer who stood up and began to question the Democrats on why they were opposing the bill, asking questions, saying, if I tithe to my church, uh, if I donate to a religious organization, that the government should be able to discriminate against me. Really concerning that the left were 
was throwing out all these ridiculous arguments. Uh, there was one argument in the Senate made that this that the bill was reverse money laundering. Can you believe that? That that donating to a group like the Salvation Army that was working on anti-human trafficking efforts in the 1800s, you've got the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, just because Chick-fil-A donated to that organization, they should be punished? That that's reverse money laundering? It was ridiculous. But thankfully, we saw where members stood up. The bill even had bipartisan support in, this, in the Senate. We saw where so many co-authors joined onto that bill in the House, and thankfully that bill was has been sent to the governor's desk for signing. And if you're wondering if the, the governor is going to sign the bill, he, he tweeted out, uh, if you're wondering if I'm going to ch- sign the Chick-fil-A bill, odds are, I'll, or if you're wondering the odds, uh, if I'm going to sign the Chick-fil-A bill, I'll let you know after dinner. And he posted a picture of the Chick-fil-A cup with the headlines, uh, the headlines of a news article that the bill had passed. And so I, I think the odds are in our in our favor. And, and he has an appetite for religious freedom and a solid religious freedom bill. So we've, we've I can't believe we've almost we're running out of time already. I just thank you so much for tuning in to the Texas Values Report. We're, we're a 501c3 we have our C4, Texas Values Action, and we're actually coming to the end of our fiscal year. You know, the reason why we're able to have this radio show, the reason why we're able to be two blocks from the Texas Capitol, the reason why we're able to stay up for 24 hours and testify and protect religious freedom in the state of Texas is because of donations from Texans and, and those uh, across the country who have donated to our organization so that we can keep the lights on and have an, an amazing staff that is able to p- protect faith, family, and freedom in the state of Texas. And if you want to donate, I encourage you, you can go to txvalues.org to donate. You can also donate on our C4 website, txvaluesaction.org. I encourage you to do so. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to this radio show. Uh, I hope you're enjoying your, your Friday or your Saturday if you're listening. And again, let's take time to remember those soldiers who, who stormed the beaches of Normandy, who stood to protect our religious freedom, who ran to the battle. And we as Texans have to remember that we cannot give up the fight for faith, family, and freedom. May, we, may it be said that we ran to the battles uh, that, that we're going to attack, not just our religious freedom, but the generations to come. So thank you again for tuning in to another Texas Values Report. I'm Nicole Hudgens, hoping you have a wonderful weekend.